Joining us at the Eagle is Marty Ballin of the Jefferson Airplane slash Starship. And Marty, I, I have to ask, is St. Augustine or Tampa Bay home in Florida for you? It's um, Tampa Bay. Yay. Well, that's what we wanted to hear. That's good news. Um, I want to talk about the uh, the album uh, Greatest Love in a bit here, but I want to start with uh, the airplane. When you guys did Surrealistic Pillow, did you know it was going to be the milestone, the monumental album that it was? No, we didn't. We didn't realize that at all. You know, we were just putting down the songs we were doing live and writing new songs for it, and uh, you know, we had no idea what what would happen. You know, we were thrilled just to be in the studio, young guys. You know, getting a chance to record that was a big deal. I want to talk a little bit about the the scene in San Francisco. Then, of course, uh, with the Dead and and many others, uh, specifically the drug usage. Was it was it as uh, widespread as as we're led to believe, was there that much acid floating around? Oh yeah, my God, yeah, my, it was. Uh, you know, um, the friend of all the bands was Owsley, who made the acid. You know, so he was always coming around with some new thing, uh, STP, DMT. You know, you name it, <laughs> always had some new thing. It was pretty potent stuff, I must say, and you know, you had to be very careful because. You know, you everybody was dosing everything. I remember at the old Fillmore, we had a big punch bowl at the top of the stairs when you came in, and it was full of acid. And we had a big, a couple of barrels of apple on each side, and as you came in, and every one of those was injected with acid. And you know, you'd play a gig, and pretty soon it was like being in Dante's Inferno with everybody <laughs> taking their clothes off and you know dancing around. I remember standing on the stage singing and going. Thinking to myself, my God, this is like Dante's Inferno or something. Wow, how cool. Uh, Tell us something about Paul Kantner we don't know. Something about Paul you don't know. Well, he he could be a real sweetheart if he wanted to be. And he could be a son of a bitch if he wanted to be. Mm. You know, uh, interesting... I was going to say, uh, you know, there was a time where you kind of left Airplane and then kind of rejoined in the Starship days. Uh, one of my very, very favorite songs uh, from the Dragonfly album, Caroline. Uh, tell us about putting that together. I, I just think it's such a, a terrific, terrific uh, track that stands the test of time so well. Yeah, well, they, um, they had um, um, been out on tour together and... Um, feeling, you know, eventually they're going to come around and ask me to write a song again, and he came around with this big, big piece of music and asked me if I'd write it, and so I sat down and I wrote it, and I, it was kind of funny, I, I cracked myself up, because every line was like a motion picture, you know, it got bigger and bigger and bigger, and and, and then I uh, I recorded it with them, and they went out on tour, but they came back and said, look, you got to join up with us, because we, we can't do this unless you come along and do it, you know, with us, and so I said, well, you know, okay, and uh, I, uh, I I join up if you let me do the kind of music I want to do, which is, you know, miracles and things like that, which I did. You know, terrific stuff, no doubt. Uh, memories of Woodstock, you got any that stick out? Um, muddy, rainy, fantastic music. Uh, you know, being stuck in the hotel, waiting to go on, you know, playing cards with Janice and Jimmy and, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, having a lot of fun, getting drunk three times, sobering up three times, you know, going back and forth <laughs> to the stage. And, 
finally getting to go on like at seven thirty in the morning, and I, I don't think we were that good because it was like the dawn was coming up. I remember very well uh, something about Gracie. Good morning, people, and the Volunteers of America, very, very well. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Now, I, uh, let's talk about what's going on now. Uh, specifically, bring us up to speed with uh, a greatest love and uh, what you are up to now. Well, I'm, I've been just playing live and uh, going around doing, you know, big shows with, uh, you know, some of the old songs I do again, and which uh, were on that album, Good Memories, which came out in December. And um, fans, you know, said, why don't you put these down for the celebration of the 50th? And then at the same time, we were doing all these other songs live, new songs, and uh, so we... we quickly recorded both albums it didn't take that long because we were playing these live you know and it was it was fresh and quick and and um so i was happy with both of them it was like the old days you go in got a good song put it down you know no big production and i'm betting that if we jump on amazon we can find it correct that's right Cool. Well, it seems to be the go-to these days. Uh, I, you know, you talk about memories of uh, airplane and and starship, and 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 there are are just so many. Um, was there a point in the band where where things got tense and you, you guys kind of had to, to to walk away from it for a while? Well, I walked away from it, you know, from the airplane and the starship because we got. Uh too much uh, cocaine, you know, you couldn't deal with people, and everybody became big stars, it was like, you know, too crazy for me. Everybody was going their own way, wanted to do their own thing, and for me, that doesn't work, you know, in a band, you gotta do the thing, you gotta do the song, you know, and we got uh, real famous, and then, uh, you know, everybody wants to do their thing, and to me, that's kind of boring, so yeah. I had no place in the in the band I left, and when I came back to Starship and did Miracles in Caroline and all those, they went back to the top, and the same thing happened again. You know, everybody was into their own little world, and so, you know, I'm more of a person who works with a band and arranges things and organizes, and so they didn't really have a need for me, even though I gave them the hits. Marty, uh, uh, last question for you. We are talking to uh, Marty Ballon of the Jefferson Airplane slash Starship and certainly uh, a great solo career as well. Uh, we seem to be in the twilight of the rock gods now with uh, Glenn Fry and David Bowie and, and, and Paul Kantner. Your thoughts on that? Well, it's that age, I guess, you know. If you, uh, you know, make it this far, you're lucky. Hey, look at the guys who died in their 20s, you know, when yeah. I was younger and the Janice Morrisons and the Hendrix, you know. At least these guys made it to 70. Yeah, that's good. Good call. You know, the old, uh, I don't know if there's a Doors uh, book or a title or something where nobody gets out of here alive. And, of course, you think about, you know, Keith Richards is always the stock uh, joke when it comes to this. But, uh, yeah, it is, It is like I said, it, it's kind of passing. He had a blood. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. You know, that seems to, to, to perhaps have prolonged things. You never know. Marty, I know you got another interview coming up. I just want to say thank you for uh, taking some time out, and it's great to catch up with you here on the Eagle. And you never know when we're going to bump into you at Tampa Bay. All right. I'll see you there.